This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, you're listening to The Property Show on The Morning Run, and I'm Philip C. Joining me on the show today is Keith Wee, Deputy Group Managing Director at Knight Frank Malaysia, as we get a sense of how Malaysia's property market fared in 2022. Keith, thanks thanks for joining us uh, as we rewind back a year ago, right? We were in the midst of a pandemic. Would you have predicted where the property market today, where we are at then? Uh, thanks, Philip, for having me uh, at your show. Um, basically, um, when we actually look back, we have actually anticipated that the property prices uh, will rise because uh, due to some signals that um, that have been showing that um, the higher building material costs that happening uh, back in 2021, as well as, of course, our high vaccination rates um, set the country securely for the uh, safe reopening of the borders. So technically, if we look at it, I think uh, we have somewhat um, anticipated that there will be some sort of recovery um, in terms of um, the market uh, transaction performance. Yeah. So looking a quick look at the NAPIC nationwide data, it shows that the property market has actually performed well in the first nine months of 2022. Um, in fact, the nine months uh, 2022 already actually achieved 98% of 2021 annual property sales volume and 90% of 2021 annual transaction value. So this has actually uh, set up uh, 2022 to definitely be a better year than 2021 for property transaction um, in particular. So if I hear you right, it really sounds like for for the property market, uh, it really did beat expectations, it did very well. And so would you be fair to say that for 2022, the best way to describe the Malaysian property market was that it was robust and resilient? I wouldn't say robust and resilient. Uh, probably one word to describe it would probably be recovery. We are still at the recovery stage uh, post-pandemic. And that's very interesting, right? Because to be fair, I would say, yes, maybe robust is not the right word. Recovery for sure. But I would also say it's been resilient, right? Despite all the incredible uncertainties we are facing in, in 2022, the political uncertainty, supply chain issues, the on and off opening of reopening, inflation, right? So these trends, I'm sure, did create a lot of uncertainty. But in your estimation, right, what were the major trends that really defined the property market this year? It is... A combination of the factors all played a part, Philip, I think. Uh, but to me personally, perhaps the reopening of the borders created a lot of optimism uh, throughout the economy that the pandemic was almost over and we could get back to normal. So I think this was the single biggest event that defined our market in 2022, right? So, but looking back also, I think... Looking at this year, um, I think the rise in OPR rate should not be too detrimental. And because how I felt is that the increases in the OPR in 2022 basically actually just bring us bringing us back um, to slightly below where we were in the years leading up to the pandemic. Like a recalibration, essentially, right? Yeah. yeah. So 
2022 has been interesting, but well, I guess in terms of the, um, we do not expect the GE to happen, you know, but um, it appears that it was uh, somewhat a good thing that actually it provides uh, some sort of stability in political scenes of our country, then uh, it could potentially, you know, international investors will once again, you know, look at our shores, you know, so, so yeah, that will be a good um, factor to have. And, and, and when you look at the numbers, right, you were just unpacking a bit from the NAPIC data, which segments, which markets, uh, which geographies uh, thrived in 2022? Who held up quite well? It is a mixed bag for different sectors, Philip. Well, looking at the primary residential sector in 2022, it appears to be somewhat muted uh, due to many first-time home buyers already actually cashing in uh, on the home ownership uh, campaign which happens back in 2020 and 2021. Looking at the office um, segment, um, the office actually sector actually saw some bright spot with an evidence of flight to quality for many MNCs, uh, shifting to new offices uh, to accommodate uh, probably their you know, hybrid working designs while right-sizing. But we continue to see that it is a challenging sector due to the new supply of mega offices, towers in the next two years. So uh, that would probably define offers. Um, looking at the retail and hotel sector, I would define those are uh, in a recovery mode while benefiting basically from the opening of the borders to international travellers, right? <clears throat> Both the retail and hotel sectors also showed excellent recovery hopefully of a continued momentum as China reopens its borders for out, well, outbound uh, travels, right? So I think lastly, when if we are looking at which sector strive, uh, actually, well, everyone knows that um, the sector that thrive were the industrial and the logistics sector itself, right? So the industrial sector continues to strive as Malaysia continues to have investor-friendly policies and is still a very cost-friendly to many manufacturers. Right. Logistics had a bumper year uh, yeah. in 2020 and 2021, uh, less so in 2022. But demand for industrial property was propped up by manufacturers' uh, expansion plans. Mm. So if I hear you correctly, industrials did very well. A mixed bag for commercial and residential. Uh, if you can help us unpack it from a geographical standpoint, right? Was, was the recovery even across all markets or did some outperformed? Basically, of course, if we are looking at the industrial and logistic sector, industrial logistic, I think uh, Klang Valley will definitely be the area of focus. Um, having said so, I think uh, Penang and as well as Kulim as well is another area that actually outperform in terms of the industrial sector. And that's, that's where I was wondering, right, as we, as we reflect to the year, the question in my mind is that, you know, we always had this conversation that the pandemic would have created this new normal, that we would be looking at things all very differently, that the market structure would have changed. But in your estimation, are we back to where we were pre-pandemic? Has anything actually changed fundamentally? You know, we talk about the performance of the one year, but do you see telltale signs that there are going to be very permanent and structural shifts to the property real estate market in Malaysia? I think looking back, uh, Philip, I think um, 
developer in terms of development uh, perspective uh, for developers uh, developers realize that it can no longer be the same all good days yeah so i think um, many of them have actually invested in digital marketing and some also improve upon their product paying more attention to what occupier really wants right so because the shift of um, this new normal the expectation the the you know the um, all the buyers and occupiers are a lot more sophisticated these days so i guess uh, these are some changes that we are uh, we have been looking at and as well as of course on the office perspective um, you know hybrid working have actually came out of uh, of this um, post pandemic so and looking at the uh, Capital market perspective, I think um, for the past couple of years, I think international investors has also somewhat uh, shunned away from our Malaysian uh, property market scene. But uh, interest appeared to have picked up uh, back again in December, I think. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a short break for messages and come back as we shift the conversation to the outlook in 2023. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You're tuned in to The Property Show on The Morning Run. I'm Philip C. And with me today is Keith Wee from Knight Frank as we reflect on how Malaysia's property market performed in 2022 and how he expects the sector to perform in 2023. Let's just focus our attention now to the future. What do we expect to see this year in 2023? You know, in the first half of the conversation, we, we discussed a bit about how 2022 performed. I'm very keen to get your thoughts of what 2023 looks like especially from the perspective, firstly, on demand supply. Where do you see the demand supply dynamics taking place in 2023? Okay, um, Philip, I think uh, 2023 will probably be a balancing year, I would say so. Um, well, we expect a gradual improvement in the real estate uh, market throughout uh, 2023. With, you know, with rising inflation and the OPR expected to have an impact on the appetite of real estate buyers in the immediate term. I still uh, think that the past two years have also taught us that um, forecasting is a very difficult business indeed, right? And the high degree of uncertainty in the coming years make it extremely challenging. You know, um, it is not all bad news. As I said uh, before, it's the right year. I also hopeful that the new unity government um, implement uh, positive changes in investment policies and incentive further driving you know our foreign direct investments into the country and thereby uh, you know positively influencing the domestic real estate market looking at the um, growth i think the bank negara malaysia also projected an economic growth of expected to be, you know, between 5.3 and 6.3 in 2022. Um, it also likely to have a positive impact, um, I would say, on the development of the real estate market in coming years. So on the commercial side of things, I think um, market performance uh, remains moderate uh, with overall mall occupancy, you know, in the greater KL continuing to trend downwards again, uh, a backdrop of growing total retail space. Right. Uh, nevertheless, I think we have also um, seen some more international brands are entering um, the retail sector and expanding, um, especially in the prime and established more. Right. Looking at the consumer um, sentiment index, also, um, he has shown 
and improve um, to 98.4% in Q3 2022 compared to the previous quarter in 20, um, about 86%. So which is reflected in the revival of mall of uh, footfall in, in actual fact, right? So on the market performance wise, um, I've mentioned earlier that um, office market performs performance um, improve uh, slightly with positive movements in prime location, particularly in the KL Fringe and, you know, Bataling Jaya area. Yeah. Uh, you know, just now you were saying just now, you know, with 2022 done and dusted and the political uncertainty removed with a new government in place, what's your sense about the direction of this government uh, in terms of addressing concerns of the property real estate market? Because we always get a sense that they are a bit more tenant friendly. What is the implication on property developers, landlords then? Okay. I think affordability uh, will continue to be on the agenda of this unity government. And I do believe that uh, ESG and, you know, sustainability um, will also expected to be the key focus of this government. I see. So you think that essentially there will be specific opportunities that they will, there will be specific areas on cost of living and sustainability that they will focus on, but you don't get a sense that they will... R- at put in place new incentives or programs to help the property market then? We have yet to see any uh, sort of uh, concrete uh, policies that was, you know, um, mm. dished out. But eventually, I do believe that in terms of um, those key focus, I believe they uh, will be addressing it in the near future. And we talk about, you know, in an earlier conversation, you saw that there was a lot more interest in overseas um, Bias, I think, looking at Malaysia's property market, with China's reopening there, where do you see overseas involvement in Malaysia's property market? Do you think it will heighten or increase substantially next year? Yes, with China reopening, I do believe so. Um, As I mentioned, so I think 2023 will be a balancing year, right? So basically balancing the inflation with, uh, you know, rising costs and high interest rates, balancing the demand from you know, full reopening of borders, especially from 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 China, yeah, from a logistic perspective, supply chain perspective, and even tourism perspective, right? Uh, so, um, I think lastly, so um, I think it will be a balancing uh, effect from uh, geopolitical drama as well that is happening right now. Where do you think uh, overseas investors are looking at in Malaysia? Where are the specific niche opportunities that they are quite keen to invest in? Philip, I think um, looking at our Asia-Pacific research, I think it shows that Malaysia is the best value of money in terms of prime residential units, units, yeah, and as well as great A office uh, space. Great quality of space at a very, very affordable price um, compared regionally to our peers, uh, right? So, um, well, we are in an environment with increasing inflation, construction, uh, you know, rising construction costs and high interest rate, developers, I think, uh, may be forced to make some um, price adjustments to avoid properties going unsold. So opportunities, I think, uh, to invest from a home buyer's perspective, I think, um, look at hotspots, uh, which are driven by infrastructure development, um, 
the likes of MRT lines, LRT uh, should continue to thrive, right? Uh, matured new suburbs with good connectivity where prices are more affordable and competitive. Lastly, I think uh, auction properties are something that, um, you know, um, could, you know, be an opportunity, you know, due to the ending of the moratorium, which may be offered at attractive discounts, yeah. And that's why I was going to ask you about the question of affordability here. And I wanted to get your advice, you know, for someone like you with, with so much experience in the property market, what's your advice now to first-time home property buyers, right, as they try to enter the market next year? What are the best things to look for or reconsider? And how would differently would this advice be versus, say, four or five years ago? I would say a simple word, do your research properly. All right. You know, I guess for any um, new investors coming into into play, I think um, you have to do your research properly in order, you know, to understand the fundamentals of, of you know, um, what drive a property, um, you know, values up or, or even uh, down. So, yeah, that's about it, I think. And now from the other lens of an investor, what's the investment approach, investment approach like then towards property in Malaysia? I mean, is it yield or capital appreciation next year? What is the the approach that, that we would that an investor that's I think relatively seasoned in real estate look at right for Malaysia? And what are the segments where they should be looking at? Looking at what I've actually mentioned earlier, I think a uh, hotel could be one of the uh, sector. They are indeed recovering um, quite strongly, I would say. Um, hotels actually, um, I would say, skewed towards um, capital appreciation as occupancy, um, you know, average room rates, as well as ref par returns uh, back to the pre pandemic levels. In terms of office, I think, as I mentioned, I think flight to quality is important. So I would say buy best in class office space, uh, strategically located, integrated development with good uh, connectivity uh, will continue to attract occupiers. I think older um, office building will continue to find it challenging to maintain occupancy during this time of um, high new supply. Yeah? So change of use to another sector is something that um, landlords um, needs to actually look at and consider. Um, retail, I think um, in terms of retail, I think buy for you or for potential repositioning. I think another sector that I wanted to touch on or you know, uh, perhaps on certain um, new emerging class that are, are not emerging, but um, somewhat certain commercial class with, um, you know, long-term leases arrangement would be something that investors will probably look at. And Keith, just as a summary, right, when you get a sense of what's happening on the ground, do we expect more new launches next year or will it just be, sorry, this year or do you expect this to be more muted then with respect to new launches? Personally, I felt that there will be some launches um, for sure, I think, um, due to the recovery and, you know, um, it will definitely be more on a on an affordable sort of pricing mark. There will be launches. I, I do believe so. Yeah. Okay. That's all the time we have for today's property show. Thank you for being on the show, Keith. That was Keith Wee from Night Frank. I'm Philip C. signing off for The Morning Run. We have the 10 a.m. news bulletin coming up next, followed by Enterprise. Stay tuned to BFM 89.9. 
Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.